What's up, Revelation Wellness family? I'm Aaron, one of the team members here, and I wanna thank you for being with us today. We're so excited that we are in the Body Revelation season. Not only can you pre-order Alisa's new book and get access to exclusive bonuses, like the full audio version of the book, but we're spending the next six weeks bringing you special Revving the Words and teachings each week that will walk you through each stage connected to metabolizing pain and into healing. So be sure to swipe up on the show notes for a link to pre-order the body revelation. Let's get ready to dive into the Lisa. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath and inhale, widen, expand your lungs, shoulder blades, collarbone, exhale through your belly. Everything begins with breath, friends. Thank God that you are breathing, that is sustaining the life inside of you. All right, we're gonna move our bodies, gonna stir up some good energy as we continue to move through the stages of metabolizing our pain. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton. Founder of Revelation Wellness, also the author of my latest book called The Body Revelation, Physical and Spiritual Practices for Metabolizing Pain, Banishing Shame, and Connecting to God with Your Whole Self. That's what we do here in this ministry. Now, let me be clear. This is all about God. This is about you knowing God more. He's the point. And we can do that because of the sacrifice of Jesus. So we're gonna move our body and get past some of the obstacles that get in the way of us knowing God, knowing how loved we are by Him because his love changes everything. So we're gonna spend the next few Mondays, actually six Mondays of revving the words together, working through these stages. So who's this podcast for? The person who feels stuck. The person who feels stuck with a body they don't love or stuck in a body that hurts, we have pain, emotional, physical pain. But God can give us more than we ask or imagine. But again, it's not about us, it's about Him. So make sure you're not here just to get something from God. Would knowing God more and receiving his love and freedom for you be enough if nothing changed in your body? That's a big question, huh? Ask yourself that. Because here's what I know. If we know God more, things go well in our body, in our soul, in our mind, in our heart. It's true. Because your biology is affected by your theology, what you believe about God, what you believe about the world around you. 
So we're gonna keep working out the things that get in the way, that keep us stuck. And let me just tell you, it's not gonna be found in more behavior modification, more white knuckling, more self-control. Listen, self-control is a fruit of the spirit, but I think the fruits of the spirit are listed in correct order. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, then self-control. Self-control kind of holds those all in place. Love, it's the greatest love. The greatest supreme thing, 1 Corinthians 13 tells us, and it's the love of God that has you here right now. And because God so loved, he made the world, created the world, and then came, sent Jesus to save the world because he's so loved. And I know that brings up a lot of questions like, well, Elisa, why is there pain? Why is there suffering? Go read your Bible. And my book is gonna help us work through these things. So we are in stage two. Last week we talked about stage one, which is recognizing that we're, we're, we're survival. We just get by life. Hopefully we can cruise into heaven, you know, just be saved. Cause like I said last week, you can be saved and not free. We wanna be free. So let me read from the scripture. Let's pray. God, we need you. Come help us as we move our bodies here, God. Move the things out of us that do not belong. You move in, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 7, verse 15. Paul says, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do, what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. This is the word of the Lord. I chased you into the light. Yeah, I stayed there to see myself pure. All the okay. On a scale of one to 10, you're moving your body however you want. Anything above a five, we're moving on purpose together. So I want you to start moving towards a seven to an eight. At an eight, you feel the tension, but it's sustainable. You can do it. At a seven, it's comfortable work. But at an eight, you have to focus. So I want you to start moving towards that eight range by the end of the song. Meaning you've got to pay attention to your steps. 
You have to lean into it a little more. Uh-huh. You have to be whole. Here's what I love about doing this with you. This is such a whole act of worship. It's taking your whole self to do this. Your heart is where your desires come from. Things that energy, the things you burn for. Bible says it's the seat of everything. Your heart. This requires your mind. You've got to think about doing this. You do have to think. If you stopped thinking, you'd fall over. Your mind is connected to this. Especially when I ask you to consider scripture. Your soul. The things that make you, you. Your affections and your aversions. Clearly, today, your affection is to stir up some good energy, make some good trouble. You're doing it right now. If you didn't have the soul for this, you'd stop doing it, it's along with that heart. And your body, your ability, your strength. So today, we're recognizing that there are some problems when we just live in survival mode. Some problems. And you know what helps the survival mode when you're just getting through life? If you are a person who lives in survival, just trying to make it through, you will love the law. Push towards that eight. Yeah, you'll love the law. Because the law was made for those who do not trust God, themselves, or others. They're just surviving. Remember, you can believe in Jesus and not trust him. If you're gonna trust him, you're gonna have to awaken, come out of survival, come out of the cave, Gideon. Oh, mighty man of valor, come on out. We have to recognize pullback. We recognize that where there are places in our life that we keep doing what we don't want to do, <laughs> it's because sin is at work <laughs> and dwelling in our flesh. Sin and our flesh. Let's be a nice seven, a fun seven. Move that body and smile, come on. Yeah, we want to break free from the rules of this world. 
We can't keep the rules of this world. We're such lawbreakers, but yet we want the law. And that'll keep you feeling safe in that survival mode. We gotta recognize it doesn't set us free. So Paul is talking to the church in Rome and letting him know, listen, you've been released from the law. You guys, which is kind of crazy because the Roman soldiers were the definition of law enforcement. The Roman army was one of the most successful in the history of the world. And its soldiers were rightly feared for their training discipline and stamina <laughs> so for Paul to roll in and say listen that law the law enforcement of the law it's got to go something greater is here the law had its moment but now something greater is here the spirit You want a body revelation? You want a body that glorifies God and not yourself? A body that lives for something greater than a smaller waistline? Come on. You need a revelation that something greater is here. The Spirit. And it's available to all who believe. Move at whatever pace feels chain-breaking to you. We need to recognize we cannot keep the law. Uh-huh. In his book, Three Felonies a Day, lawyer heavy Harvey Silvergate, he pull back, stay to seven. Harvey Silvergate estimates that the average person unknowingly breaks at least three federal laws every day. And this does not count the avalanche of other laws, misdemeanor civil laws, <laughs> violations such as disobeying a civil contempt order. Here's the friend, here's the truth. Ready? <laughs> the average person breaks at least three laws every day. I'm gonna name some. Ready? Let's see how you're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Speeding. When it says 40 miles per hour, does it mean 40 or is it suggesting? You know, somewhere around there. Come on. <laughs> Speeding. Failing to stop at a stop sign. Come on, full stop? Or, you know, I kind of slowed down stop. Not signaling for a turn. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just recently, we came back from Rest and Rebuild. Shout out to the burning ones at Rest and Rebuild 2023. I hope we see you in 2024, guys. If you didn't make it, come. 
But listen, I'm a lawbreaker. I'm a little on that, that side. You give me a law. Because here's the thing. I'm a girl who's like, it's the spirit of the law. Not necessarily the letter of the law. Pay attention to the spirit of the law. When we were at Rest and Rebuild, we, we were making a video for Platoon 30. Our, every platoon gets their own beautiful video. We speak over them, give them a vision for who they are. Platoons are our instructor training classes, guys. And we were inside a building throwing flames. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. Listen, it was little. It's a little machine that magicians use. Technically, we probably should have asked for permission. But are you a person who asks for permission? Or just, you know, we can say we're sorry. We were a little concerned we might set off an alarm. It, we didn't. We didn't. All worked out. But what I'm trying to tell you, you can't keep the law. We break it. I'm headed to New York City next week. Oh, I'll be jaywalking. I'm just saying. Come on, push to an eight. Recognize you can't fix yourself. Recognize you're in that same pattern of the very thing I want to do. I don't seem to be able to do it. Be an eight and confess, confess to God. Gosh, I really want to do it myself. But I can't seem to be able to do it. Help me, God. Push to a nine. If you got it in you, come on. Only 30 seconds. You can do it. Go, go, go. Break free. Recognize. Recognize the insanity, the crazy making of the law. Keep going. Keep going until you hear no cheer. Recover. Recover. Good job. So here's the deal. I looked at that, that book by Harvey Silvergate. Yeah, he's a lawyer. The average person breaks three laws a day. It definitely falls in the civil, some federal criminal laws. We're just lawbreakers. It's basically, if you leave your house and enter into society, you're a lawbreaker. <laughs> You're gonna break the laws. Now listen, the laws, I love this says in Galatians, that the law is there as a guardian, it's a keeper. Laws can be helpful as a keeper or a guardian. 
until something greater comes. You know what that greater is? Faith. We are called to live by faith, certain of what we do not see, and not by the law. Recognize that Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but fulfill it. Here's a here's some exciting news for y'all. We know that Jesus, he was a lawbreaker. He broke laws. <laughs> Healing people on the Sabbath. Saying that he was God. <laughs> uh-huh. Eating with as a as a as a Jew eating with the Gentiles touching the leper he broke all kinds of laws but he only did so that so that the kingdom of faith faith in God faith in his father could break in you know what Jesus is about and the kingdom is about law breaking for the sake of freedom Friends, that's what this the book, The Body Revelation, is about. We've got to drop the pin and recognize our, our programs, <laughs> our plans. They don't work. That behavior modification, the personal development, nothing wrong with a little information. But when it's not working and you find yourself in the same place of disappointment over and over again, that will make you want to shrink into a survival state. Just get back in the cave, stand back in the shadows, stay small, or get really big and blame the world. We need to recognize it doesn't work. And here's another thing for you. We can recognize that something needs to change and not be ready for change. Are you ready for change? Eight, be on your razor's edge. Are you ready for change? I do not understand my own actions for I do not do what I want but I do the very thing I hate come on shaming yourself shrinking back from others fear of man on Sunday you're at the altar professing your love for God and your newness of life, but on Monday, by Monday afternoon, you're doubting. Come on, who am I talking to? I'm telling you, I have good news for you. It's not your fault. (laughs) 
It's sin. It's sin that's at work within you and dwelling and attaching to your flesh. Recognize that you have an enemy. Your body is not the enemy. Your job, your people, your community, people are not the enemy. You have an enemy. And he keeps you thinking like a survival, a survival victim. Yeah. But there is a new way, a better way, the way of faith. Are you ready? lift your head open your heart give him a body language that says I'm ready I'm done living in that cycle and loop of law God I need you say it say this Holy Spirit fill me to the fullness of God and give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And if you mean that, if you're ready for that, it's coming and it's right now. Stop looking back to Egypt. You were made to thrive, not just survive. You were made to be an heir of God and a co-heir with Jesus. All that he had is yours. And you get it through the spirit, life, according to the spirit. Pull back. Good job. Recover. So you can recognize and not be ready. But let me just say, why are you not ready? What, do you think there's gonna be another way through? Do you think there is another way but Jesus? There isn't. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. There's no other way. <laughs> I love that, I love how, how simple God made it he didn't say there's, there's many ways. I hope you all find your way. Nope, there's one way. Uh-huh. And our flesh has been set up to frustrate our spirit. Yeah. Our flesh will be frustrated by the, the spirit. Galatians 5.17. Yeah. The flesh is opposed to the spirit and the spirit is opposed to the flesh. And that's so we don't do what we want to do. What we really want, we want the law. Anyone, can I have an amen? If someone just tell me, make it black and white for me. 
somehow that comforts my orphan heart. It comforts my victim survival heart. It does. It's safe. Laws make us feel safe. But we were made to transcend the law. Something greater is here. So today I just want to drop the pin on the frustration so you can come listen to Thursday's teaching because I'm going to get after why this happens. And the, it's not your fault, it's sin. And sin affects not just your soul and spirit, the eternal part of you, but also the temporal part of you, your body. So instead of going on a juice fast or a weight loss program to soothe the ache of your body disappointment, you can have something more, something more, the spirit. Because what the spirit begins, it finishes. What the flesh begins, finishes us. <laughs> Whatever we begin in the flesh, it will frustrate us and it will tire us and we will feel like failures over and over. But what the spirit begins, it finishes. I'm here to tell you that another law is not going to get you out of the loop of knowing what's right to do and then not doing it. For some of you, it's knowing what is right to do isn't necessarily about your body, but how you engage with the world and your body. You keep showing up fearful, bitter, angry, short-tempered, anxious, depressed. So my question to you, are you containing the joy, love, joy, and peace of the Spirit? Are you containing that? Are you hosting that in your body? Because that's what we need a revelation for. Can I get an amen? We need to recognize that the law does not work. 97% of all diets fail. And every day you're breaking three laws. And Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He gives us the grace to fulfill it and live for something greater. It won't make you a little legalistic, zealous, religious person. It actually frees you to be the kind of lawbreaker that Jesus was. He only broke laws so that the kingdom of faith could break in. Law breaking for the sake of freedom. That's what your body revelation is for. That's what you're here to do. We're gonna break scales over our knees. Uh-huh. We're gonna turn, for some of you, you're gonna turn your swords into plowshares. It's time to stop fighting and start planting seeds of peace. And for some of you, you're gonna turn your plowshares into swords. 
It's time to stop hanging your head as an orphan, just working the fields, just hoping I'm making God happy. It's time to lift your sword. This is who God says you are. So God, we give this all to you. Help us recognize that it's you that we need. And we want to live for more, God, than just getting by. Come, set us free, Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. Amen. I'll see you guys on Thursday on the podcast where we will get after this in detail. For now, set your heart for freedom and recognize the law does not work. Jesus is better and there is a better way. Peace.